0: Hi, right, what's up, man? <laughs> How
1: you doing? Man, I'm great, man. I'm great, man. Life is good in the hood. Oh, man. Yeah, what's up with you? I'm chilling, man. You know, chilling. Yeah. Working, working, yeah. working, and being hot. Yeah, it is very
0: hot. Today, it was, like, un unusually hot.
1: Yeah, and it was it was crazy because, like, in my job, it was super cold. Like, yeah. I, had a, I wore a jacket all day in my job. You didn't even know. Yeah, and like, oh, and huh? came out here because this morning it was... It was nice. It was great it this bad. morning. Yeah, it wasn't bad around eight o'clock. It was perfect. I woke up early this morning. You right? It was beautiful. Yeah, I came out at like two o'clock for my lunch. Nah, sweltering. <laughs> I had my jacket on still. I was like, nope. I started
0: immediately sweating. Yeah, that shit is not cool, man. Yeah, I was uh, I was in the doing yard
1: work last week. It was like. What day was that? It got real cool last week. Oh, it was, it was Thursday. I think it was because I think like, I left Friday or something. I was outside. Yeah. Like all day. Like we were sitting on the porch.
0: Like. Everybody cut their grass on the same day that day. <laughs> yeah, because it was perfect. Yeah. I looked out. I was like, yo, they cut theirs, they cut. Like all the houses next to mine all cut their grass that day. That's dope. I was like, okay, it must be nice out there. And I walked out like, yes. Yeah, it's beautiful. You never see that. Yeah. You know? So I went out there, man. I had an altercation with. uh. Some motherfucking wasp nest, man. <laughs> <laughs> An
1: altercation with a wasp nest, bro. It went down,
0: man. I was, I was. This was on the perfect day, you know what I'm saying? I was like, oh, it's so beautiful out here. I went out there. I was cutting. Uh, I cut the grass, and, I cut, and then I cut my back, and I was like, you know what, man? I'm about to fucking. Goddamn it! Fucking gnats are
1: fucking with me. Did you get him? I don't know.
0: I don't know if I got him. Okay, so I went out there, and I was like, all right, I'm gonna cut my grass too. So after I cut the front, cut the back, and then uh. I came back and I was like, all right, well, shit, it's so nice. I'm gonna just do some of this weeding then. You know, oh. Like, I need to get deep in these weeds. So I go, you know, I got that big basket in the front yard, right? Mm-hmm. So I start pulling because I haven't pulled nothing out of there in a year because mm-hmm. it's right. been too hot right. in 2016. So I start pulling stuff out. It's going great, throwing it in a bag, boom, boom, boom. I get around to the front of it, I pull it out. I got like two or three more weeds to go, and I just start feeling this funny ass feeling man like shit on me you know what i'm saying <laughs> Oh shit. i was like what the fuck is going on man and i just feel like something crawling in my shirt bro i didn't know it but i had basically stepped like right on top of their nest this oh way. and they just flew up yeah they was flying oh, up i had on shorts i had on short leave shirt bro i got bit like boom right under the armpit I, was, and I couldn't see it i didn't i hadn't got stung by nothing since i've been a kid mm. so it was kind of foreign i was like ooh.
1: Like, what the fuck What's that <laughs> Something pinched me Yeah Yeah.
0: You know Neighbors is all out You know what I'm saying So I know they was looking at me Like I'm crazy So i was just like Oh what's that And then I feel it still cross. So I'm like Oh shit And then I'm starting to get it I back up And I just see joints Just coming at me Like Like 20-30 Fucking wasps So I'm running now I'm on my bike <laughs> <laughs> I get I get bit On my arm again uh, I'm like Oh shit <laughs> So then <laughs> Like I gotta get out of here now. Uh, I'm taking losses out here. <laughs> <laughs> I run for my front door. I get to the porch. I'm like, okay. I got, I, I turn around. Like, okay. I know they behind me. Mm. I turn around. I get the door and they just swarm. <laughs> One runs up, bites me on the face. Bam, right on the cheek. I was like, oh hell no. <laughs> I, I so I run in the house. I'm like, all right, let me get in. I I open the screen door and I run in here in the kitchen. Uh. And then I, I I knew something was up because when I I look back and I was like, yo, these motherfuckers are behind me. Uh-huh. So I run in the kitchen and I take my shirt off. I like they got under here. I take my shirt off real fast and I throw it on the ground and then like three or four just come out of my shirt like and then I look over my shoulder. And it's like another three or four still coming at me that came in the door after me. So it's like eight or nine wasps chasing me through the crib,
1: right? So <laughs> this is crazy.
0: So I, I run in out the hall and I go towards my room first mm-hmm. and so I'm like, that's the furthest away. Let me just dart in there. So I dart in there first. And Uh then like one comes in behind me. Uh You know what I'm saying? I close the door. Because I want to let them all in there. Uh I close the door behind me. And uh, I'm pissed. Because I got bit on my face. Uh I got two big ass things on my arm. And this dude is chasing me real angry. Like they was so angry. Like. You know you can't. I mean, they're bugs, but you could just see the anger in their yeah, face because like, you stepped on their house. I was like, "Yo, I didn't even know though, fam. Like, <laughs> right? you, it wasn't delivery. Still, they don't know that you stepped on <laughs> their house." Though. Yo, he, he, so he's in my room and he's chasing me in my room. So I finally I swat him away. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And uh, so then I, I I left him in. I was like, "Let me get the fuck out of here and see if these other joints is still around." Mm. So I closed the door behind me to lock him in. I see another one's in the hallway just waiting on me. So I run into the office. He chases me into the office. You,
1: you locked him in each room? Yeah,
0: I had to do this for everyone, so I locked him in the room. I didn't have nothing to kill him with. I had uh, no shirt on. I didn't have nothing. I was mad, disoriented, mm-hmm. so I run out in the hallway again, and then there's two or three of them, they follow me. I run into the, the bathroom, mm-hmm. and then uh, I locked two or three in there, came out in here, and then there was just two or three joints waiting in here, so I get the fly and then I just start going to work, man, so I just start, <laughs> <laughs> like, look, it's a, it's a war now. Now I'm mad because before i was just like surprised right like man that's not cool why y'all right. do me like that i didn't mean y'all no harm i didn't know y'all was there by the time i got the fly swat i was like yeah motherfucker <laughs> it's on it's on right it's, you know what i'm saying i'm thinking about the payback now you know thinking about revenge you know <laughs> i'm wow. thinking about revenge so i kill these two in here then i go back to the bedroom me and him is, you know going at it then mm-hmm. i catch him catch him slip and kill him i had to go to each of these rooms and kill one or two wasps in each of these rooms and trust me as soon as i walked in they didn't forget
1: <laughs> they knew they was waiting on your ass yeah. yeah
0: i walked in i was like oh yeah coming right at me Dang. i was like this is insane i didn't know they was that sophisticated i thought that if you left where they were at they would leave you to find are serious
1: yeah, yeah like,
0: and you know they can sting you multiple times without dying yeah wasp can yeah bees like they die after the first I didn't thing. know that so yeah. when the, when they, I got stung on the shirt I was like okay well at least they're gonna be dead when I take off my shirt nah nah wasp don't work that way. Well. Oh, man they flew right up out of there and continued chasing me man that's why in my own crib yeah I was mad man face was swollen you know what I'm saying my cheek was all swole arm was fucking swollen and shit I was just mad about that man mm. so that night man I was like you know what y'all won the battle but y'all not gonna win this war, man. Yeah. So I went back out there, man. I got the bucket. I put like bleach in it. I put like uh you know soapy water in it. Mm-hmm. I put antifreeze in it, big ass hot bucket of water. I did a drive-by on a mess. <laughs> <laughs> I did like three drive-bys.
1: Like, yeah. Yeah, but mother- they ain't
0: know he was coming back like that. Yeah. Blasted. It was like minutes to society <laughs> when old dog was like, damn right punk ass Chauncey now came back right, right. at the end of the movie and everybody's running in slow-mo yeah. like we ain't know he's coming back like that blasting so yeah I did that and then I got the hose and then while they were trying to go in the entrance, I just was just kicking their ass with the hose just firing them just, like, just full throttle with the hose blasting them then I flooded their shit out from the top you know what I'm saying like all oh, that soil, I ran like about a foot of water in there just to really just ruin their life it was like yo <laughs> We're going to pick this up next week when I get back from out of town, but y'all lost this. Right. One, man, yeah, y'all. it's over. It's they wrap. was out there all night, just disoriented, didn't know what to do. I just, like, I'm coming back for y'all. This is just round
1: one. You know? Wow. Oh, yeah, man.
0: That was last week, man. Wow. Sounds fun. Tales from the hood. <laughs> sounds
1: exciting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, so this week uh, we're gonna talk about uh, cats disrespecting Ugh. the legends, man. Ugh. Respect your elders. <laughs> respecting your elders in hip hop, man. Where uh. does it? Where is it going? Oh man, man does it even have anymore? I don't think so. Uh. I don't think so. I don't think cats like really. I mean, it depends. I guess the 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 upper echelon of hip hop, I guess, yeah, don't you know they don't even think about it. Yeah, you yeah. Know, for cats to not even know who Pete Rock is, that's a problem.
0: Man, it's like you know, hip hop is one of those genres where man, like you know, you can uh, you can pick up a mic. Well, like you'll never see a motherfucker pick up a guitar without knowing who Eric Clapton and Jimi Hendrix are, right? Ever, ever, ever. Yeah. But you will routinely see motherfuckers pick up the mic. They don't know who KRS-One is, Chuck mm-hmm. D is, uh, anybody. You know, they don't, they don't know any of the pioneers, right? Who started the art form. Yeah. They don't even know, you know. Even 10 years back is asking. They can't even give you 10 years back. You know what I'm saying? Like, but we're the only art form that has this problem. Why is it always the black people,
1: man? Why is it always the Afro-American Afro- art, man. man? Team black, man.
0: We, we got work to do, man. <laughs> we got a lot of work to we do. We got work to do, man. Our Yelp score is in the dumps. I told you. <laughs> <laughs> we got to get That's the collective deal. Yelp score up. Word. It's just in the dumps. And this is why. You
1: yeah. Know.
0: All right. So, yeah, we'll take get a break. break. Come back.
1: You are now listening to Super Duty Tough Work with your host, Blueprint. Raw and uncut, adult conversations. No shucking, no jiving, and no bullshit. All right, word. So, um, yeah, we're gonna talk about this. So, Pete Rock, Mr. Pete Rock, um, Chocolate Boy Wonder. Yeah, Chocolate Boy Wonder. Um, Pete Rock to mumble rappers. This is in quotation marks. Um, Y'all don't care about the culture, so make better music. And this is on all hip hop. Um, Is Pete Rock just a bitter old head hating on the youth or is soul brother? Number one, serving as a voice against the bad elements of current hip hop culture, whichever side the public may fall in, um, fall in the debate about about mumble rap. Does not seem to be affecting <laughs> That's that what a it's genre? Yeah. I guess so. I nice. guess that's what they're calling it now. Um, does not seem to be affecting Pete Rock. After he called out Lil Yachty and Young Dolph, the forty six year old legendary producer continued his recent mission against whack rappers in an Instagram post. And I'm gonna read what he wrote. <clears throat> Motherfuckers still talking shit like um and it's all these um <laughs> all these emojis. Uh Homboy why can't y'all respect some shit? I might be wrong the way I went about it, but I'm tired of hearing people take the culture for a joke. Feeling like Kendrick right now. Real talk. Um, I'm obviously passionate about good music and good lyrics. Can't understand the mumble rap shit. What the hell is that? Come on. Um, make it sound good at least. And it goes on. It's pretty long. Yeah. But <clears throat> there was a another article where Young Dolph mm-hmm. um P-Rock said something about dude. he was playing he was playing the his his daughter or one of his kids was playing the music and uh-huh. he was um he was doing a video and he was, he was playing the music, and he was talking about how whack it was. Pete Rock was. Pete Rock was, yeah. Great. And 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 with the stuff that they were saying on the song, he was saying, like, I'm not letting my kids listen to this whack shit. Yeah. And especially with the shit that they're talking about. Yeah. So this dude, Young Dolph. Gets mad. Gets mad. And it's like, who is this dude talking shit about me? <laughs> like, he didn't know who Pete Rock was. And that's how a lot of this shit got started. That's great. And this cat, Lil great. Yachty, like, the same thing. Like, Pete Rock basically, like, you know. Fuck this dude! Hot and, garbage. Uh, hot garbage. And this dude was freestyling. And I've um, seen his infamous yeah. freestyle. Yeah, and he wouldn't. He wouldn't it. rap over a premiere beat.
0: Yeah, but yeah.
1: Man, he might have been doing us a favor not rapping over a premiere beat. Yeah, man. We would
0: have never heard that premiere beat the same.
1: Nah, it would have been bad, bad news. But what do you, what what do you think about this new wave of rappers not paying hot, or at least not even knowing anything about the art prior to them? even picking up a microphone
0: man i think well i got many many thoughts you know <laughs> I, I i spoke about this on twitter today so some people <clears throat> follow me on twitter know like i i i wrote and some, written some thoughts about it and then i had um, a dj booth just posted a, a feature based around my tweets about this topic and uh i got some thoughts but my first thoughts are that this shit is proof of how hip-hop music is basically microwave disposable culture. Mm-hmm. And how the tenants that once ruled it, which were having knowledge of your history, paying tribute to your, you know, the the OGs, the the ones who came before you, respecting mm-hmm. your elders, which are community values. Right. Uh, as the community takes a decline, so does the values mm-hmm. that used to help uphold it. You know, and some people would like, say, hey, this is a hip-hop thing and some people are just like oh yeah you hating but to me it's a lesson about the state of our community as a whole right which is being reflected in this thing oh yeah definitely you know what i'm saying this is this is just a microcosm of a bigger fucking problem which is the lack of respect for ourselves mm-hmm. and for our elders yes you know that's one thought on it.
1: Right. I mean, that's that's the that's the basis of the whole shit, in yeah. my
0: opinion. But go ahead. Yeah. You know, I have other specific thoughts like the second thought I have, which is what the, the piece was about today, which is that it's fucking
1: refreshing to hear Pete Rock say
0: these dudes are whack
1: right to me I, yeah because everybody else be pe- be pandering oh. and shit like oh you know it's it's all right you yeah. know what I'm saying? it's just a new thing you just gotta yeah you just gotta update you, yeah, you, you know
0: you just gotta listen to it in the club it sound it bangs in the club man yeah. you just gotta go to the club with it you know in the club when you're drinking and you're high and it's right. bitches on your lap it sound good man you just hey man y'all y'all just gotta go to the club man y'all just the club yeah. no it's awful it's bad. It's bad. Some of it's bad. So it's like the th- the thing I think, you know, is that Pete Rock saying this to me is something that he should not necessarily be crucified for. Although I do expect most of the hip hop media, which is geared to sensationalizing and praising the new hot thing mm-hmm. to, to and make sensationalizing
1: hip- drama. Yeah, as well. yeah. Yeah.
0: So it's 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 it, the odds are stacked against Pete Rock. Mm hmm even though Pete Rock to me has done nothing wrong. We know that, look, if if you weren't writing about the hot new rapper, there would be, or the latest gossip, there would be no press. Hip hop press as we know it is not necessarily built on long form journalism like it used to be. Mm -hmm. When you used to be able to pick up the the, the source and read a four page spread. That was hip-hop journalism back then. It wasn't about rumors.
1: It was long-form journalism. Yeah, this article is all Pete Rock's fucking Instagram. Exactly.
0: We're writing the press for them. Mm -hmm. They're just putting in a super-fast cycle to get hits, clicks, sell ads. It's a completely different model, and that thing lends itself towards um, alienating older artists. Mm -hmm. Because once you're not a part of the—you can only be new once. And once you're not new anymore you have less and less use to the press right so you, you unless you're a megastar right. outside of the end, they're just like and the first thing cat say when he did somebody is he ain't even relevant right what is why does what do he think matter he ain't even relevant he's irrelevant what does he matter who cares about pete rock he ain't had a hit since troy you right. know the shit that right they're gonna say right but the it's just not fair and it's, it's, it's stacked against someone. It's getting to the point to where we are killing the messenger, you know, mm-hmm. and, and we're not listening to the message.
1: Yeah. For delivering a great message.
0: Yeah. it's To me, it's like, is what Pete Rock's saying without merit? It has great merit. You can't debate what he's saying right. to me. And not, not in terms of taste. Obviously, young motherfuckers who don't know shit about the past. And this is a new hot shit to them.
1: And they don't know and, and that's the that's another thing. They don't know anything about music either. Yeah. Because this is what they grew up on. Yeah. Now, us, we grew up with our parents listening to Curtis Mayfield. Yes. And listening to the temptations yes. and listening to real fucking music. Yes. yes. You know, before we was even inundated with hip hop, yeah, our parents listened to real music, whether it was the Rolling Stones, whether it was Bob Dylan, whatever it was, it was real fucking music. These kids have gotten so I mean the music that they know they can't understand yeah the music that they know they barely there's barely lyrics to it yeah and that's
0: a lot of their parents fault you know Mm -hmm. like we have to stop treating hip-hop like it's a fad ourselves the adults do right you know because i'm not one for blaming the, the kids for everything i think that what the children do is a reflection of what their parents have shown them Mm -hmm. you know or not shown them right so like what they think is possible or don't think is possible is a reflection of their parents yeah you know and and we have to own that part of it and so but i think we have to say like the the problem with little yachty is is the little yachty is the manifestation of whackness that's been coming out for last 15 20 years yes you know what i'm saying and and now we're speaking on it but maybe we should have been speaking against the masterpieces of the world. Right. You know what I'm saying? The silk the shockers of the world. Right. Because they were really awful too. Yes. And yes. we let them slide.
1: Yeah. Because it was it was We didn't want to hate on the South. Yeah, it was you know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah. It was yeah. it was weird then. you know. So so I, I think it's that. But you know, here's what I think too about like the political correct nature of hip hop. To me, that is going to be the demise of this shit. Mm-hmm. Like think about how popular uh Star and Buck Wild were. Right. And if I don't know if you listened to the stars interview on uh, his first interview on Combat Jack, when they were talking, he, he was asking him, like, why did you come out with that angle that you came out with? You know, just really just brash and abrasive and just no one yeah, was not sacred, giving up. Not giving yeah. a fuck. Yeah. And he said it was basically because he knew that hip hop journalism had gotten so safe and had become dick writers to the point to where there was no honest journalism. That all he had to do was go against the grain and he would
1: blow up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'd be he, something different.
0: And he did, yeah. and he totally did, and that just speaks to the the fact that hip hop guys, our ego is not there to where you know we can't take criticism, we can't give criticism. It's just bad, and it just it's too politically correct.
1: So, and what kind of artists do that? Does that create Pff, safer and safer music? Yeah, I mean, and, and the thing is, like, it's not necessarily that it's safe; yeah. it's that it's just getting worse and worse. Yeah. And nobody's saying anything. Yeah. Nobody's stopping it. It's like, yeah. it's like if you know somebody's about to put their hand on a hot stove and yeah. you just watch them. Yeah. You just watching them put their hand and burning the shit out of themselves, And they still got their hand on that eye. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You gotta let them do it. do. I mean, I don't understand what, what it is about the music industry, you know, especially the hip hop artists that know the yeah. Drake's of the world, the, even the Jays of Jay Z. Even you know like cats that rap you know even if you don't consider Big and pop the the pinnacle of hip hop, like cats that rapped with them and rapped with Nas and saw this whole thing develop, for you to co-sign a young or loyal Yachty whatever his name yeah. is, that's blasphemous.
0: Yeah, to me. but you know that's the thing. What what you I think what you're seeing with people co-signing that. Is a reflection of the press and a larger institution's co signing it. Yeah. Right? That mentality that we're not here to tell the real story, to dig deeper, to give critical analysis in journalism. We're here to basically tell you what's new and hot and move on to the next thing as fast mm-hmm. as possible. We're not contextualizing anything. Right. But if we tell you it's not dope, then we're afraid to look like haters. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's important that we position ourselves as tastemakers at all time to get those clicks. You know, and what's the irony too is that we're in an election season. I was talking to a homie about this and I said that you got people, you got politicians like Hillary Clinton When she goes on Hot 97, she'll pander to black people by putting hot sauce in her purse. You see her at rallies at the churches doing the damn nay-nay. Right, dabbing. Dabbing. Political, you know what I'm saying, just pandering of the worst, most insulting level. If if you consider yourself even slightly intelligent, you should be offended. Highly offended. What is the difference between what Hillary Clinton is doing with her pandering and what these artists are doing in their pandering? They just happen to be black that's it when, when <laughs> that's you when you take an artist like a Talib Kweli mm-hmm. and he's and he does a collabo with Gucci Mane four or five years ago and his fans are like why would you do this it doesn't make sense and he tries to tell you that he thinks Gucci is dope and he listens to Gucci Mane that's the same thing as Hillary Clinton putting hot sauce in her purse and bringing it on Hot 97 and showing it to Charlamagne the God talking about how she eats chicken
1: that's that's yeah Yeah, I mean, I can't, I can't say anything to that. That's that's real. There's no difference. It's real, it's real. It's one of the things um, I was watching this video where um, um, Ninth Wonder was talking. He he got asked a question about the difference between whack hip hop now and whack hip hop back in the '90s. He said it's really no difference. Well, he said there's really no difference in the in the um, the whackness of the music. The difference is the whack people back then weren't the face of hip hop yeah the face of hip-hop was the nazis the jay-z's the biggies thank you you know now the whack hip-hop is the face of hip-hop it's what they put on the magazines it's what they you know everybody wants to write about and everybody wants to talk about in the albums that are selling you know all the all that yeah you know and that is the difference yeah you know you put the clowns in front as opposed to the clowns just being part of the sideshow yeah you know the real artists are the sideshow now oh yeah, yeah yeah you know and also lost in this is that pete
0: rock will get uh judged harshly for saying he doesn't like Dolph or yachty or whoever these guys are and and the the narrative will be that pete rock is hating on them because pete rock is older and they're younger but lost in this narrative is the fact that pete rock likes you know like we were just talking about um kendrick lamar mm-hmm. and, and j cole and yeah, things are a chance the rapper chance the rapper like We won't explore that narrative Mm -hmm. because that would actually be too complicated
1: for the press to go into. Yeah, because you would actually have to talk about something. Yes. You have to do some analysis of the difference between a Yachty and a Kendrick. Thank you. Or a Cole and a Dolph or whatever. And no one wants to do that much work in journalism. They don't want to offend anybody. No,
0: it's easier to say Pete Rock is hating on them because he's old and they're young. Mm-hmm. Then Pete Rock listens to a lot of quality music, and he and he thinks that of all the younger guys he listens to, these guys suck. <laughs> right. That's
1: that's it. That's that's what it boils down to.
0: Include the fact that Pete Rock likes this rapper or that rapper, but see, they're not gonna put that part out there, mm-hmm. and that's doing a disservice to Pete Rock as well as all the older heads. It, it, it makes it to seem like just because you're older, you don't have taste anymore. Mm-hmm. You know. Like, shit, man. I, by the time we were growing up, I never listened to Busy B or Cool Mo D. Right. They were older. I knew their style. It was cool.
1: Right. But yeah.
0: when LL did LLs, I was like, right. yeah, that's dope. Yeah. And then my like for LL didn't stop me from liking Rakim.
1: Right. Exactly. Different
0: style, more advanced. I exactly. like them. And my like for Rakim didn't stop me from liking Nas. And my like for Nas didn't stop me from like MC Red. And that didn't stop me from liking Ice Cube, and that didn't stop me from liking Jay Z, and so forth and so on. Right. To liking Kanye, to liking Common, to liking you know Slum Village, to liking Ghetto Boys, they act as though your taste stops evolving as you get right. thirty. Yeah. No, from that point forward, rap stops to you just, and that you are no longer technically able to discuss, you know, what's good rapping and what's not. Look, there are basic tenets of rapping: mm-hmm. be on beat.
1: yes your voice right
0: you know your your charisma your cadence Mm -hmm. this all matters your originality you know of your style what you talk about right is a trait of a good mc and that you can be understood yes can you be understood your diction your clarity do you have that so if you so if pete rock says this cat is offbeat Mm -hmm. he ain't talking about nothing his voice is whack i mean i can't understand what he's saying Mm -hmm. Sounds like 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 a twelve year old mumble rap trying to rap mumble rap, and they're calling it that, which makes it even easier to you know, you know. (laughs) So it's it's like if the guy's failing, he's just fucking failing. Right. Fuck him. I'm with Pete Rock on this shit. Now I am too. And I preface this by saying I kind of think Pete Rock is an asshole a lot of times. He's had some assholish things he's done Mm -hmm. or said, but it doesn't make him any less right in this situation. Right. You know, his asshole things that I think he's said are like, man, Pete, why you say that? Why you do that? You know, it has nothing to do with this. Mm-hmm. I think this is just, are they dope or are they not? Out of all the younger rappers, where do you rank them? Mm-hmm. Are they top 20? Are they top 50? Top 100? <laughs> if you can't answer
1: that, that's the problem. Come on, man. And It's okay, man. I mean, I'm with Pete. Yeah, I'm with Pete, too. I mean, it's, it's interesting because my kids, they listen to you. Yeah. And they listen to Young Yachty or Lil Yachty, <laughs> whatever. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. they will, I mean, it's times that I'll take my son's headphones and he'll be playing Aesop. Yeah. And there's other times I'll take his headphones and he's listening to, you know, some other shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? So my kids have a wide range of shit that they like. They yeah. like the new shit and they like shit that I play. Yeah. You know, some shit they like, oh, this is too old. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, like I can't play some Run DMC and they no, like, no, you no. know, I can't do that. But I can play some some newer ASOPs, some you know, even a lot of your stuff they like because they've been listening to it since as little. You yeah. know what I mean? But I think that comes into the parents, too, is that we have to expose them to more yes. than what their friends expose them to. Yes. We can't just close ourselves in our rooms and listen to our de la soul and then ask them why they don't like it. Thank you. You know we can't close them off to the quality what we consider quality music because they consider this. It's just like when we was young, our parents didn't like N.W.A. Hell no. Our parents didn't didn't. I mean they they cared more about what Public Enemy was saying yeah. than the music itself. I agree. You know they hated the music. You know what I'm saying. My mom didn't yeah. like me listening to to. She didn't. I mean she didn't really didn't care. But she's like she didn't like Souls of Mischief. Mm-mm. That wasn't her thing. You know what I'm saying. So. Our parents did the same thing to our music, but they still took the time to train us in a way that we knew, you know, we had a had a foundation of what was good and what was not. Yeah. And I don't think it's like that as much anymore.
0: No, no. And and the parents got to put that on them. Like we got to start. It's a conversation that has to be had. Mm -hmm. It's not, you know, I I don't it's 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 not a conversation that like. Is one sided. Everybody has blame in it. Mm -hmm. And a lot of it has to do with history Culture, and, and what it means to preserve that history and culture, and to educate one another, and and to not be so trendy that we, you know, are are disrespecting the elders mm-hmm. and the 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 builders of this shit for the sake of you know what's new and hot. All right. Like certain OGs should be able to say whatever the fuck they want to say.
1: All right. With no repercussions.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got certain OGs. Mm-hmm. You just let them say what they want to say. They OG. You don't challenge them. Yeah. You just let them say it. Yeah. And you may disagree after you part ways, but they're the OG. Yeah. And I think we gotta, we gotta have conversations about what this means as a culture. Not, And it's bigger than little Yachty and Dolph. They're just examples of just this yeah. nasty fucking poisonous, you know, cancer <laughs> yeah. that has spread into hip hop, mm. you know, as opposed to, you know, a hip hop thing that has spread into society. Yeah. All right. so, take a break. break. Bam. Bam. <laughs>
1: Right. What's up,
0: everybody? Blueprint here to remind you that my latest project, the Vigilante Genesis EP, is available right now on Weightless recordings. The EP is a collaboration between myself and my friend Aesop Rock, which features myself on the rhymes and Aesop Rock on production. If you are a fan of concept albums, comic books, or just good old hip hop, then this ep is for you vigilante genesis is available on signed cd blue vinyl and deluxe digital exclusively at weightless.net. so order your copy today thanks again
1: for your support all right all right word so hip-hop and it's elders and it's new school not respecting the the, the realness well what we consider the realness I yeah guess. it changes every year it, it changes, changes like it changes. the term real hip-hop is like so volatile it's, it's ever changing <laughs> it's ever changing like you can't i don't i don't ever i don't really say it anymore you can't you can't really
0: say real hip-hop you know you can say i mean i don't know what you could say i think when i think real i think real just as opposed to content yeah that's content that's me that too. is real as opposed to content that is uh commercial like commercial to me is uh you know they call it commercial rap but that's really what it is it's it's an advertisement for products and lifestyles yeah that's so what it is commercial rap is actually commercial rap now yeah you yeah. know and if you are not advertising uh, lifestyle
1: products yeah, jeans and yeah, this cool. car and yeah. this this champagne and yeah. these glasses and
0: right this club experience you know mm-hmm. this, then you're not commercial rapping mm-hmm. you know then you're i guess being real yeah i guess i guess that's what it is
1: yeah, yeah
0: i don't know you know we could argue about it all day you know yeah. but, and, and somebody will listen and be like that's not what real means yeah real is sounds like you know gangster moment of truth if it don't sound like that it ain't real
1: yeah you know yeah i don't know it's it's a it's definitely a different uh everybody can have their own opinions i suppose yeah. now i did find this other article called um how hip-hop is becoming the oldies and i'll just read a couple inserts um it's about um, how the station, the station in Indianapolis called I ninety four, was the fifteenth mo- most popular station in the Central Indiana market, and they played everything from Maroon five to um, Culture Club, Davy Morris, all this crazy stuff. And then um, I'm gonna skip to this um, this um, paragraph where it goes um, on December nineteenth. This was last year. Um, the DJ, his name was Michaels, dropped "Naughty by Nature's Hip Hop Parade" at 3 p.m. And then L.O. Cool J's um, "Round the Girl" followed, "Moved by Ludacris," and uh, "Me So Horny" by um, Two Live Crew, all back to back, and their their phone lines blew up. And they've been doing that. They they take that um, they take it's a it's now a oldies hip-hop station just like we yeah. got 103 now is there is there a um is there a way to avoid becoming the oldies can no. you ever be and is it and is
0: it a bad thing yeah why would we want to avoid it is it a bad thing i mean is a classic rock station a bad thing no i'm just i mean, then i why don't, would a, i don't think so, i don't but. i don't think a classic hip-hop station i mean there's a lot of factors going into that right mm-hmm. like why does why do people still cling to that music? because it is basically the standards of hip hop. Mm-hmm. Hip hop at that point was appealing to a more wide base, right You know what I'm saying? Like at that point, hip hop was the biggest selling, highest newest art form ever. It was reaching places that you know what I'm saying is not quite reaching now now hip hop is segmented off. you got trap rap, you got underground rap you got you know what i'm saying yeah there's too many music. genres yeah all these genres that stop. You got mumble rap yeah mumble <laughs> rap yeah the newest the newest <laughs> incarnation uh rap you can't even understand uh-huh. uh but it's, it's it's segmented off to where each of these little branches on a tree kind of stops its appeal mm-hmm. but music from that era what they're considering the quote-unquote oldies mm-hmm. uh, still appeals to everybody even younger kids know that music right they yeah, know they know yeah. yeah, they know hip-hop array. Yeah, they know hip-hop array, And music then sounded different, and there's a different energy to it. I think more happy and positive. Yes, the energy is just fun. Yeah. It's fun. That's it, why it gets everybody on the dance yeah. floor. Yeah, it's fast enough to dance, too. It's a DJ's dream. Right. You know what I mean? To be able to play the records of those tempos. But but the biggest factor, I think, in that, I mean, because I've heard about this, uh, this resurgence of old-school stations now, mm-hmm. right? And the biggest thing I think it is is because for a while— hip hop on radio was dead yes you know so the younger generation like your kids most of them never listen to the radio like they they don't listen to the radio like they they have specific they're the the playlist era the Mm -hmm. ipod generation where you put specific music that you like on your machine and you curate your own experience not djs djs don't curate the younger generation's experience but think about it like when, when radio took its biggest hit due to streaming, MP3 playing, uh, the, the whole playlist iPod culture, all of the people who grew up listening to radio were left out in the dark mm-hmm. because it, classic hip hop was kicked out.
1: Yeah, it wasn't. For they, a good decade or two. And they only two. played it like a like on, on. I remember 107, they had like the hour. An hour. And it was like five o'clock, yeah. the five o'clock hour where they played like old school hip hop. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: And, and And so they didn't really. But what, what they found is this, the people at our age who grew up on radio still want to listen to radio. Right. And so therefore, if you're going to make money in radio, do you want to try to appeal to younger kids playing music on a format, on on a platform that they don't even subscribe to? Or do you want to say, you know what? We left an entire couple of generations out in the cold Mm -hmm. by leaving this music alone economically it makes sense to go back and play classic hip-hop music right that's why that shit's popping because all the people like us who got left out in the cold for the last 20 fucking years Mm -hmm. they realize that if they actually play the music we grew
1: up on we'll tune back in yeah and that's why 106.3 is probably one of the greatest things (laughs) that ever happened exactly you know i remember when that shit first came out and just to hear public enemy on the radio again was was it was great you know it was great to hear common on the radio yeah, you know, like a song from Resurrection on the radio. You know, I I, I think it's I think it's very interesting cuz like, you know, when I when my kids are in the car and I'm listening to the radio, that's the station that is on. Yeah. You know, and my kids will they'll like, what that turn to 107? I'm like, not in my car. You already know. It's not <laughs> popping like that in my car. If we're listening to the radio, this is what we're listening yep. to. And some of the stuff, like some songs will play and my kids will be like, what is that? Yeah. And then I'll go home and I'll play it for them and I'll play, I'll let them, I'll put that album on their phones. Yeah. You know, because it does kind of reach them in some songs. They are like, yo, that's, I like that. Yeah. You know, I like that song or I like his voice or I like, I like the hook to that song or whatever. So it is kind of, you know, broadening at least their horizons a little bit because I, I allow them to be exposed to the stuff. Yeah. You know,
0: yeah. Yeah. I think it's necessary. I think it's a, I think it's one of the better developments in the movement of hip hop towards being accepted as a real long term viable art form Mm -hmm. is having things like, you know, classic oldies hip hop station where you can just hear classic and oldies all the time. Mm -hmm. For those who really want to hear that music, it preserves
1: it as long as it's on the radio. It's being preserved. And it keeps and to us, I mean, they've never not been relevant, but it yep. keeps those artists that still getting paid. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And it keeps still them still torn. Yeah, yeah. They're torn. You know, it, it keeps them relevant and it keeps them viable to the generation that grew up on them. I agree. You know, so I think I think it's yeah. awesome. I love yeah. it. Yeah. I
0: mean, I still think we need a specific, like a hip hop hall of fame. Yes. Not the rock and Not, a, not the rock and roll hall. We of need fame. our own hall of fame, you know, and, and we need to just pay honor to, to our people. Mm-hmm. Uh, on our terms yeah. and I, I think those are the things that makes it a real thing where people can take it seriously yeah. and uh no nah,
1: I think I think oldies is good I think it's great you know is it up to us as a culture to create that hell yeah it is is it up to the black culture to create or is it up to hip-hop culture in general because it's not just black yeah you know hip-hop culture <clears throat> should be created institutions hip-hop institutions should be created by hip-hop people yes
0: this is a conversation I had It reminds me at at Soundset this year, right? Mm -hmm. This cat interviewed me and he asked me about uh, Scribble Jam. And he was like, yo, I remember seeing you guys, you and Greenhouse Logic at Scribble Jam, blah, blah, blah. And then I'm at Soundset and it's like 40,000 people Mm -hmm. and it's so different. He said, as someone who's seen both, what what do you miss about Scribble Jam and what, what is it that this is doing? What's the similarities and what do you think about the two? And what I told him was this. I said, scribble jam was dope because scribble jam was all about the culture right if you were into graffiti b-boying uh rapping djing it had you it had the culture all the best participants in this region were there participating in the culture no one did it better on a cultural tip i said but The reason that is not around anymore is because although it had the culture, it lacked the commercialism. Mm -hmm. It lacked, you know, the commerce. Right. I said, so we got culture and commerce on two different ends of the spectrum. If you imagine it, sometimes culture and commerce intersect. Yes. Many times they sit opposite. Right. all the time so the further you are on the cultural side mm-hmm. the further you are from the commerce and the further you are towards the commerce the less culture you have this is basically the paradox of music in almost every art form yes yeah. right yeah. and so i said to him i said the beauty of Soundset is that Soundset is a hip-hop festival thrown by guys who came up on the culture Mm-hmm. That's why you that have- understand the commerce. Yes, that understand the <laughs> commerce. Right. He said, "I said they learned from the Scribble Jams' mistake, having all the culture little commerce." Mm-hmm. I said, "That's why when you come to Scri- to to soundset, the first block, the first opening block was like me, uh, Merce, mm-hmm. Aesop, and Homeboy Sandman, and then uh, somebody else. Who was after I O. P.? I can't remember who was after Aesop. They may be like." Was it Doom Tree? Something like that. This yeah. was the opening. Yeah. Future was headlining. Right. And I said, I said, that never would have been done in the scribble jam days. Mm-hmm. You would have never had one of the most popular mainstream artists playing in the same stage as the most popular underground quote unquote indie rap, nerd rap uh artists. Artists, yeah. right? I said, but that's because these guys understand commerce and culture. Mm-hmm. And until we understand commerce and culture, we'll never have institutions that reflect our sensibilities. It'll always be corporate coming in, telling us what to fucking do, Mm -hmm. telling us how to run it, what's hot, who's hot, and telling us where to spend our money, you know? And and when we build our own institutions, we know we get things like sound set, thrown by guys who grew up true and true hip hop heads, but because they run a label, they understand the commerce. And if you don't understand the commerce, then you cannot build institutions that serve hip hop well.
1: I think that's bars, man. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm
0: here all week, folks. I'm
1: here all week. Yeah. <laughs> Word. Um yeah.
0: Yeah, man anything anything else that's all that's all i got for that man is that the last thing we got this week i think yeah i think so yeah this gonna
1: be a little shorter one then fuck it we ain't done a short one in a minute yeah we've been hitting them with the long joints yeah
0: man it's hot this is the end of the summer so let me think anything else yeah man super duty man oh itunes you know follow your boys
1: oh yeah hit us on itunes soundcloud
0: soundcloud leave us some comments twitter you know twitter hit that like button if you want uh soundcloud that that heart button you know what i mean heart it up heart that shit up man and shout us out man and that's it for us man oh we
1: got our first we got some blog love from uh last week yeah 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 Yeah. rap reviews put some respect on the name yeah
0: man if you out there man you know and you listen to this look Post your boys up. Yeah, throw what's up. Y'all know we we saying shit that's interesting. <laughs> right. At a minimum, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. We'll help drive traffic to your site. <laughs> yeah, clickbait. Yeah, we got we got we got the the, the attention grabbing headlines. <laughs> I did the knowledge on all of that. Right. There's no coincidence. You know what I mean? We, we got a good thing going here. Fuck with your boys. Super work. duty, tough work, man. Work. Every week. See y'all next week.
1: Peace. Peace. <laughs>